Good evening, this is Mr. Denning with chapter 17 and 18 of Frankenstein's Dog. Gripping the phone in my hand, I hurried back to the lab. Robbie, look, I cried. I pushed it into his face. He was squatting down, rubbing Poochie dry with a red and white checkered towel. Poochie is back to his sweet little self, he said. See? Good, I said, but look, look at this. I waved the phone in front of him. Robbie dropped the towel. As soon as it was free, Poochie scampered out of the lab. Robbie took the phone from my hand and examined it. It's busted, he said. Totally smashed. How did that happen? I, I don't know, I stammered. I balled my hands into tight fists. My anger burned my, in my throat. Who would do this? Someone had to be in my room. Robbie turned the phone over in his hand. But that's crazy. There's no one else here, Cat. Your uncle's housekeeper is away. Someone was in my room, I insisted. I was so upset my voice was shaking. Someone wrecked my phone. I let out a long whoosh of air. Robbie, do you think someone was sending us, me a message? Am I in danger here? Uncle Victor returned to the house in time to, to prepare vegetable soup and lamb stew over rice for dinner. After we sat down at the kitchen table, Poochie stood by my uncle's chair waiting for handouts. Poochie was quite a beggar. I hope you and Robbie had fun with Poochie today, Uncle Victor said, spreading the napkin over his lap. He wore baggy khakis and a plaid flannel shirt. It was strange seeing him out of his white lab coat. Uh, yeah, I said. We played with Poochie a little. No way was I going to tell my uncle that I spilled a green chemical on the dog and turned him into a giant. We spooned up our soup for a while. It was hot and very tasty, but I didn't have much of an appetite. I had only one thing on my mind. I planned not to bring it up until after dinner, but I just couldn't hold, hold on till then. Uncle Victor, take a look at this, I said. I slid my phone across the table. He set down his soup spoon and wiped his mouth with the napkin. What's wrong, dear? I motioned to the phone and he picked it up. He studied it for a long moment, then he raised his eyes to me. Goodness, what happened? It smashed, I said through gritted teeth. I suddenly felt like crying, but I forced it back totally smashed. He held the phone close to his face, turning it over and over in his hand. I, I don't understand, Cat. Was there some kind of accident? Accident, I cried. Look at it. Uncle Victor, someone was in my room. Someone broke my phone. His cheeks turned red. He shook his head. I could see he was thinking hard, but there was no one else in this house, he said finally. Myra, my housekeeper, is away till next month visiting her sister. You and I are the only ones here, dear. But, but, I sputtered. He patted my hand. Cat, it must have fallen off your bed and, cat and cracked. My breath caught in my throat. I stared at him. How did he know it was on my bed table? Uncle Victor slid the phone across the tablecloth to me. So sorry, he murmured. He patted the back of my hand again. Then he bent and lifted Poochie off the floor. He cradled the dog in his arms and stroked the thick white fur on his back. I suddenly pictured giant sheepdog-sized Poochie. The dog stared at me as if reading my thoughts. I felt guilty for not telling Uncle Victor what happened this afternoon, but I just didn't want to get in trouble my first day in the house. Uncle Victor shook his head. So sorry, he said again. Now you can't do your video blog, dear. I know how disappointed you must be. I'm very disappointed too. I nodded, but then I had an idea. Maybe I can buy a new phone in the village, I said. There must be a shop there that sells phones. Uncle Victor set Poochie down on the floor. He brushed white fur off the front of his shirt. 
I don't think you should go to the village, cat, he said softly. He locked his eyes on mine. It's not a friendly place. But Uncle Victor, I started. He pushed back his chair and jumped to his feet. I'm sorry, I have to get back to the lab. I'll be working late tonight. He took a few steps toward the hall, then turned back. I have just one request for you, dear, he said. I squinted at him. Request? He nodded. Yes. Don't ever leave your room at night. Chapter 18. I blinked. His, requ his request shocked me. Why? I said. What's that about? Why can't I leave my room? I bring the guard dogs in at night, he replied. If you're out in the hall, they might think you are an intruder. Excuse me? You bring them into the house? He nodded. My work is very important, and I worry about intruders, the villagers. They are very suspicious people. I worry they might come here and try to destroy my work. Uncle Victor, I said, do you ever talk to people in the village? Do you ever try to explain to them that you're building robots with computer brains, not monsters? He sighed. I can't talk to them, cat. They won't listen. They're afraid of science, afraid of anything new. They only think of the first Victor Frankenstein, and they remember his monster. He turned and strode down the hall toward his office in the back of the house. He has changed, I thought. Whenever he visited our house, he was lively and fun. He made silly jokes, and we always laughed a lot. I guess that his work had made him tense. He really didn't seem like the same person. With a sigh, I gathered up my broken phone and made my way upstairs to my room. The old wooden stairs creaked as I climbed, and I heard soft footsteps behind me. I turned to see Poochie following me. Are you coming to keep me company? I asked. He let out a yip, turned, and scurried back down the stairs. You're weird, I said, shaking my head. I stepped into my room. The air felt cold and damp. I decided I'd better sleep in a sweater tonight. I turned and closed the heavy wooden door behind me. I tried to lock it, but the lock was broken. I stood at the door for a moment, listening to the silence out in the hall. I shuddered, thinking of those two vicious guard dogs patrolling the halls at night. I forced myself to think about something else. I thought of mom and dad back home. I wanted to drop them an email or maybe even post something on their Facebook page. But of course I couldn't. My laptop was useless since Uncle Victor had no wireless or phone connection up here. Of course, he had a dozen computers in the lab, but he probably wouldn't want me using one. So I sat down at the desk facing the window. I found paper and envelopes in the top drawer. Sitting on the edge of the squeaky old leather desk chair, I wrote a long letter to mom and dad. I told them that I was fine and Uncle Victor was taking good care of me. I told them how hard he was working and about the robots he was building. Of course, I didn't tell them about spilling chemicals on Poochie and making him grow huge. I did tell them about Frank the robot escaping, but I made it sound funny. Then I told them about my broken phone. I asked them to rush me another phone as fast as they could. Please send it overnight, I wrote. Without a phone, I can't record my video blog about Uncle Victor and my whole trip will be ruined. I sealed up the letter and I was addressing the envelope when I heard a sound at the bedroom door, a scraping sound. I dropped the letter and listened. I heard a thump, then more scraping. A chill rolled down my back. I pictured the two attack dogs pushing their way into the room. I glanced around frantically and spotted the whistle on the dresser where I had left it. I jumped to my feet, dove for the dresser, and grabbed the whistle. Another scratching sound. Soft. Pawing. Poochie, is that you? I cried in a tiny voice. Poochie. Gripping the whistle in my hand, I crept to the door. I listened. Silence now. Poochie, are you out there? I grabbed the knob and carefully pulled the door open a crack. 
Squinting into the dim light, I saw a man hunched at the wall, half hidden in the shadow. Who, who are you? I stammered. I squeezed the doorknob, ready to slam the door shut. Who are you? His face slid out of the shadow. His dark eyes glowed. I'm Victor Frankenstein, he said in a whisper. Who are you? That's the end of chapter 18. Next time, chapter 19. Have a good night.